Communications and Public Relations Specialist for the Mountain Brook Schools District. And on today's podcast, we are joined with Mountain Brook Head Football Coach Chris Yeager. We had a great conversation just a couple weeks ago as the playoffs started. And so I said, hey, let's uh, talk to Coach Yeager again. Let's get him in here and get a little X's and O's and talk a little playoff football. We had a, I think we had a record number of hits on that podcast. We had a uh, hundreds of people listen, so we definitely want to do this again. We're glad that you're here, Coach. Thank you for taking the time to join us. And it is officially game day. We're recording on Friday. So how's your week been, and, and how are you in general? Uh, great. Best day ever. You know, the uh, week's been fantastic. The players, you know, I mean, when you get to this point right here, you know, I've told the players they could just about run the drills themselves, you know. But it's uh, – there's an element about still being – excited about playing football and getting to be with your friends doing what you love to do and and learning and growing um so you know I feel like we've had that kind of energy you know when you get to this you know when you you've done the same drills over and over and over for I guess we're at 16 weeks now not counting spring training and and that kind of thing you know it, it can get you know it can get humdrum but it has not been it seems very seems like it's been very fresh and the players are excited about what they're doing so as we record this tonight, Mountain Brook number seven in 6A takes on number five Hartzell in the 6A quarterfinal matchup. Mountain Brook is 10 and two on the season. The Hartzell Tigers are an undefeated 12 and 0. What's been your message to the team and what's been the focus on a really good Hartzell team coming to Spartan Stadium tonight, kickoff at seven o'clock? Well, you know, uh, a lot of people have asked ask me about my thoughts on Hartzell, but you know, the first week of the playoffs, we played Pinson Valley. They had a very good football team, had great players. Last week, we played Gadsden City, very good football players. Tonight, we'll play Hartzell, very good football players. When you get into this, you're going to play a very good football player and every good football team every single week. And so that's just given. I mean, you're not going to – it's not going to be a situation where you're going to say, oh, well, we're in the third round of the playoffs and we're not playing a very good football team. That's not reality. So you're going to play a very good football team no matter what. So the thing you've got to do is you've got to make sure – I mean, we're a good football team. And so in your uh, in your little world, your little six foot circle, you've got to make sure that you're playing at a level and that you're, you know, using the tools that you've been given and that you're playing at a mastery level. Uh, and that's all you can control, you know, and just strive to do that. And um, I love playing great competition and anybody that's a competitor loves playing great competition, which we will be playing great competition. And so. We're excited about that. If you're not excited about playing great comp, you don't get excited about playing bad competition. You get excited about playing great competition, which we will be. And one thing about the great competition is the uh, offensive production, scoring 49 against Pinson Valley and then 37 on the road at Gadsden City last week. But the defense, the swarming defense that Mountain Brook is known for and has been known for for years, only allowing 13 points through two playoff games. How do you look to continue that tonight? And what's been the key to success so far in the first two rounds of the playoffs defensively? Well, anybody that has seen our defense play, you know, they swarm to the ball. Like that's a great, that's a great way to put it, uh, William. But to me, those guys just play with with joy. I mean, I wish you could just see, I get to see it at ground level and the look on their face, it's so intense, it's so focused, but there's a happiness that, you know, when you're when you're doing what you love to do. And, you know, you just sort of lose track of time and space and whatever. I see that look on their face. I see the twinkle in their eye, you know, and it's just almost magical to watch that. I just love it, you know. And so I just think that the big thing is they're they're just – that's there's a certain kind of guy that plays football. And those are the, those guys on defense, 
you know, they're, they're exactly the kind of guy that likes to crash and, and uh, the, like to hit and stuff. And so we've got the right guys over there. The other thing too, is we're playing great team ball and, you know, guys that are, are, are getting better. Well, you know, Sam Hunt had had surgery on his hand uh, and he's playing in a club. And last week he had an interception. Our defensive line this season has got three interceptions. And I think we're, we're probably challenging the defensive backs for how many interceptions that we, we've had this year. So that's been really exciting to see all those guys ele- elevate personally and as a group in their game. And you talk about a group as a whole. We talked about the defensive side of the ball. Let's go to offense right now. Cole Gamble, you've got the whole uh, trio of, I think I mentioned, referred to the running backs as a three-headed monster. Uh, Great skill guys. Obviously, you coach the offensive line and do a great job there with protecting the run block and giving Colvin plenty of time, allowing receivers to get open. So offensively, on that side of the ball, I just want to emphasize one guy. Cole Gamble has been Mr. Touchdown all season long. The junior has 200 carries for over 1,600 yards, 31 touchdowns this season. 8.2 yards per carry. Have you seen anything like that around the state? I mean, uh, unbelievable numbers. And it's not that Mountain Brook, and you can say this too, is not run heavy, but uh, his ability and the the guys he's got behind him and the guys he's got around him allow – our offense to put defense defenses on their toes week after week and and spread out and I mean offensively we're we're doing a great job attacking teams from all aspects of the offensive game. Well, there's one thing that you can count on, and that is the second that that ball is in your hand, you get a lot of attention from people on defense. And so, you know, the second that that John touches the ball, the second that Cole touches the ball, there's going to be eleven hats on defense that are trained on you and they're trained to stop you. And so. You know, the thing that you count on if you're whether you're the quarterback, whether you're you're the running back, whatever it is, you're counting on when you've got that ball, you've got 10 teammates that's trying to obstruct somebody from getting to you. And, you know, you can do that in a lot of different ways. You know, you can do that. The receivers do a great job blocking, but they also do a great job running routes and trying to blow the top out of the coverage. And then, you know, John does a great job uh, carrying out his fakes. I always say, you know, a, a great fake is worth two blocks. And so there's a lot of ways to help out our running backs but I'll say this you know that, that one thing that Cole has done Cole has got such a, uh, a a worker's mentality he does not mind you know getting his hands dirty he does not mind getting his knuckles busted up or his elbows scraped up and you know if you watch him run too you know he's he's unbelievably fast it's um the thing that has surprised a lot of people it has not surprised me it hasn't surprised anybody in our camp but, you know, when he breaks the first line, how he's just outrun people this year. I mean, he's outrun some great athletes, some guys. He's outrun some some Division One, you know, uh, you know, people that have had scholarship offers and stuff. So, um, but, you know, he plays – he knows one speed, and it's just as hard as he can go. And uh, he's learned a lot, you know, and in our offense, you know, the tailback has to process reads and process defenses. And so, you know, uh, you know, Cole, along with uh, Jack King and also Will Waldrop, they're very cerebral anyway, so they've done a good job in that area. So let's take a look at the bracket here. We're in the quarterfinals versus Hartzell tonight, 7 o'clock Spartan Stadium. Uh, and I'm not sure exactly how the the bracket shakes out in terms of what would happen in the semifinals, but is is it the case that if Mountain Brook were able to have success and defeat Hartzell tonight that the semifinal game would be on the road? Am I correct in that? I, that's what I've been told, William. Uh, I've been told that, that, that you know, that, that uh, our next game would be on the road and then the, the following week would be the state championship for whoever, whoever so wins this game. The winner tonight gets Gardendale uh, versus Muscle Shoals. That's also going on at 7 o'clock. 
uh, Gardendale, a team, you know, they got the best of Mountain Brook earlier this season. Uh, so a great opportunity there. First of all, you got to take care of business tonight against a very quality Hartzell team, but also, uh, you know, in any type of future opportunity, when you get to this point in the season, I think you would echo this sentiment. Uh, this is the biggest game you've played all season. And then you can't look ahead and get ahead to uh, an opportunity to take another bite out of Gardendale uh, and then possibly look at what's ahead. But it is exciting to reach this point and know that all your hard work and what your team has put in to get to you know this point in November uh, to have this opportunity to play in the quarterfinals. So what's what's going to be your message to your guys tonight before they run out of the locker room to take advantage of this opportunity to execute what they know and what they've learned and trained for up to this point in the season? Well, great question. You know, and uh, you know this is you know 13 weeks, and you've given you know we we give talks every day at practice. We give talks, and we just try to give them tidbits to think about and I'm not the only one you know there's coaches at every position but you know my thing is we started this journey you know really in January a lot of you know really you started it in the third grade and so anyway there's been a lot of people that have invested in every one of our players that's what makes it so special you know tonight I'm, I'm sure you know the, the guys that coached them in the with the third grade Mountbrook Packers will be here watching them and it's such a community uh, event and it's a, a thing where we they realize that we've invested in these young men um so that journey began, and these guys have worked hard, you know. And and one thing, you know, you get into into games like this, and a lot of time people think about outcomes and what ifs and what's at stake and all that stuff, you know. And I've told them, I said, you know, you guys have earned the right to go out there, have fun, enjoy yourself, play with joy, and you've earned the right to make a mistake. It's okay if you make a mistake; you have earned that right because you have worked, you have paid a price. But more than anything, you know, I want them to play. Fearless. I want them to play courageous, and I just want them to play with just great joy and, and love this great game, the great game of football. One, and then two is, um, you know, it, it's we're going to play great teams, and and Hartsville is a championship caliber football team. They're the kind that can they could make it to Jordan Hare. They really are. I mean, that's the kind of team that they are. But we're going to play great teams, and we're a great team. Just be a great team. Be who you are. Be Mount Brook, and that's enough. That's a hundred percent enough. Has, has there been anything done this week uh, special in practice? I mean, uh, you know, I walked into work this morning and had to have three jackets on because it's so cold. And maybe you live for the cold. I'm not sure. Uh, but how are your guys handling the elements? And have you pumped in crowd noise? I mean, it's going to be a raucous environment tonight. And, and Mountain Brook and the students, especially in our, our home fans, are going to bring that energy. Yeah. Well, on Wednesday, uh, we, uh, we went to YouTube and we found a – uh it said uh crowd noise and so we didn't realize but this was crowd noise it was a soccer game i think in south america that was like an hour long and so anyway i don't know if you've ever heard of the soccer game in in south america but this was it was unbelievably loud violent and so anyway but uh uh jake uh jordan our trainer came in and he i don't know he happened to get on facebook or whatever looked at what's happening in mount brook and so we made you know what's happening in mount brook so i apologize to all of our citizens for it being loud over here around Bethune Drive, uh, but we did we did pop in crowd noise. You just try to take care of everything, and the thing you do is you have to take care of, you know, you pay more attention to hand signals. Uh, you got to get closer for communication and stuff like that, so you just try to dot every eye across every T. The other thing, too, is, you know, with the cold weather, ball security is so important, so we've just been harping on that just, you know, it late in the late in our practice when, it, you know, it's dipped into the 40s and stuff, and so you've just got to squeeze the ball a little bit tighter you got to put your hand over the front tip of it, you know, and, and two hands in traffic. And so you've just got to be more conscious of it because it is the 
the the cold weather the, that element changes uh, it changes the dynamic of the game a little bit you know that you just got to be aware of it so fun question for you here what's the coldest environment you've ever coached in in all your coaching experience do you remember the degree and the elements and can you kind of tell us a story about that I sure can. I was the offensive line coach at Austin Peay State University. who's playing Alabama this week. That was my first full-time job. We're playing Youngstown State. We start the game, and it's chilly. It's pretty cold, but the sun's shining. We go in at halftime, and as we went at halftime, you could see these black clouds on the horizon. We come out, and it is snowing sideways. And we go into triple overtime, the coldest I've ever been in my life. And uh, anyway, I was completely numb. We lost the game in triple overtime, but anyway – there was snow on the ground. You couldn't see the markers or anything on the, on the field. And, uh, you know, a lot of these guys, they said, man, I'd love to play in the snow. You do not want to play in the snow. I'm so glad that we're in the South, but uh, that was a pretty brutal game to be in. Yeah. That, uh, that sounds terrible. And I guess after something like that, you really don't need an ice bath or uh, any type of post-game recovery. You're, you're as frozen as you can be. Yeah, that's right. You're recovering every play from play to play without a shadow of a doubt. Man, all right. Seven o'clock tonight, Mountain Brook taking on Hartzell. The 10-2 and two Spartans take on the undefeated 12-0 Hartzell Tigers, number seven versus number five in 6A. In the quarterfinal matchup, Mountain Brook looking to go, uh, as we talked about on the podcast, you know, not one game, not one drive, but one snap, one play at a time. Uh, and we will see where this season takes us. Coach Yeager, thank you so much for joining us. I'm going to leave uh, this podcast to you with the last word and your message to the community, to the fans, and to the people of Mountain Brook as we get ready for tonight's quarterfinal 6A game. Well, the thing I want to say is to our community and to our seniors, our seniors are a product of this community. Um Last week, we were at Gadsden City, and we had a mom pull up with drinks for after the game, and our players rushed to the to the automobile to unload it. And the principal said, I've never seen anything like that in my life. And I said, it's just training. It's just their parents. And our, and our, our community, uh, our parents, our schools, they give so much to these kids to make them incredible. We've got 42, 43 seniors and uh, the sons of Mount Brook. We're all proud of them, and they're the hero of every little boy in this community. And you know, we love them all. And so anyway, we're just so excited for them. Hope that everybody will come out tonight and support those guys and support your football team.